Okay, with the background vocals. Welcome everybody. Yeah. To the podcast. Yeah. Yep, we're doing that today. How are you doing, my darling? Welcome everybody to the Everything Cracks podcast. Back again for another week. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. Yep. Every, do you think every week is going to be a week? Like last, we're having no a week? week? Yeah. Um, I've had a really good week. I am much more interested to hear about yours. Mm. Um, I've discovered some things this week yes, that have like have. put me in like this really good place. One of them we've already talked about. The other one we have not talked about, but it's going to lead kind of right into the central, the meaty part of this episode. But go oh. ahead. You're, the look on your face says it all. So what? Like what's uh, no, what no, has I think transpired I think since? I'm like, I, I feel like I I have nowhere to go right now except up. You're at rock. This is rock bottom for you. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I feel like, like you are face down in a ditch, getting buck fucked yeah, by a meth like, head. Yeah, this like, is rock bottom. Mm-hmm. This Kate looks fantastic by the way. She looks like an angel <laughs> that just walked off the runway. I feel this like, is rock bottom. Okay, yep. Sure. We live different lives. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't say this is rock bottom. I just feel like it feels like I just keep getting while I'm down. Like a jellyfish. It's like you keep, you're like you're walking through a forest of jellyfish and you keep stinging. Yeah. Bzz, bzz, and you're bzz. like, oh, I think this is it. And it's not. And then you go, boom, right in the <laughs> testicles. You get tased right in the balls that you don't have. Or the titties. You get tased right in the titties. The clit. The clit. Oh. The labia. <laughs> the inner vulva. <laughs> We're going to turn this into the an anatomy. Bridge. The fleshy the fun, fun bridge. bridge. All of it. Yeah. So anyways, um, so after I got COVID, then my kids got COVID last week. And then I tried to go to work. And they told me my eye looked terrible. I thought it was just a sty after I woke up from my nap. And the doc was like, no, it looks terrible. And then my colleague told me my eye was blossoming. And it was conjunctivitis. Mm. So the gift just, that keeps on giving. Yeah. So, um, you know how you get conjunctivitis, Kate? Somebody shits on your pillow. Or you go to the strip club and the stripper puts her ass in your face. <laughs> That's the fun way to get conjunctivitis. <laughs> Not that I would know from personal experience, but I have heard mm. that many a person has gotten the, the big C. Oh, from in that? the eye from mm. just a stripper just bouncing that ass. ass off the face wow you've never seen that happen no have you ever been to a strip club yes you've never seen a stripper's whole ass in somebody's face like suffocating you've never seen that i mean i've, I've been so intoxicated when i've been there okay 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 i mean so, no. it's a sight to see it really is something that everyone should do before they die <laughs> It's just witness that. It's I mean not unless you're into it, maybe not experience it firsthand, oh, but definitely see it happen to somebody else. It's both disgusting, hilarious, inspiring. There's so many words for it. They're making their ass clap on somebody's face. It, it's not even I don't even it's not even like a clap. It's just sitting. It's a, They're just sitting. It's a perched. full consumption of the face. Just just the everything. With their butt. With the butt. Depending on the size of the ass. Yeah, you can really take like an entire face down. Wow. Yeah. Is the man standing or laying? Um, they're usually sitting in a chair, in my experience. And she's like perched on the chair? She's like, okay, so or, or she's like her, her butt is up in his face and her hands are like on the floor. Have you have you never been to like a real no, like Atlanta was, strip club? I feel like they were all like cabarets. I went in Toronto. Oh. But I didn't go to any of the, ri- the super You've never been ones. to like a good old deep south. No. Vegas. Vegas, no. We just Miami. Went to, like, no, no. Oh. Vegas, Apparently to, like, I'm a strip man, club connoisseur. You know, like the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I went to one of those. My bachelorette party. Like went to Vegas. Down Under. Whatever. Um, Thunder, Thunder down. from Down Under. Thunder down Under. Yeah. I'm not a big like male stripper kind of gal. I was dragged to one forcefully. For my bachelorette party. I did not really enjoy it. It was wild. Female strippers are great. I'm like, that's that's incredible. This this should be an Olympic sport. The level of athleticism that these women need to possess to do what they do is next level. I'd put them next to any professional athlete 
for endurance, for strength. Power to the strippers. I'm sorry. We were talking about conjunctivitis. No, it's fine. I like it. I like where we went there. Uh, this will give you a little prelude into what this episode is going to yeah. be about. <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, I think I've only been to like cabaret style because they weren't. I don't remember if they were topless or not. Oh, no. It was college. Okay. Yeah. No. No. They're. Um, I've heard crazy things. There's There's some wild shit out there. Mm-hmm. We'll put it that way. But okay, you seem to be better. Yeah, I think we're on the... You know, I feel like we just get all of this shit out of the way with. Yeah, sometimes you get to just take the hit. How's your week? You're, you're, um, you're channeling a new type of energy. My, my week has been great. <laughs> it's been a week of self-discovery, of um, actual discovery for me. So I've really gotten into mantra music, um, which isn't like what people think mantra music is. Usually when you hear mantra music... Um, or like meditative music or whatever. It's like it's someone singing in the background. Usually it's Hindi or something else, some other it's like a language or they're just whatever. Not that type of music. I've been into like frequency music. So apparently, according to the powers that be in this community, the mantra community, the like yogi, Medi- meditative, like spiritual, Hom- holistic. Okay community okay there are certain frequencies that like resonate with deeply with your body right there's like all kinds there's you know 100 something hertz there's 400 something hertz there's that and everyone does a little bit something a little bit different and there is actual scientific data on this there's one frequency that was like shown to heal your body like at a cellular level like there were actual improvements <laughs> i'll send you a link yeah. I'll, i'm gonna make a spotify playlist and we can all listen to it together yeah i'm gonna tell you something i've been listening to it i feel so good i sleep so well i'm joyful i'm happy i'm not yelling nearly as much it's actually really been an improvement for me okay what has also been an improvement for me i have found a new tv show on the Netflix. It's called Good Girls. It's on my TV right now. That's what I'm watching. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I watched that. <laughs> You've watched this? Yes. It? Okay. There I, like, are... I was like just scrolling one night. Like this was probably months ago. And I was like, you know what? I just need something that I can like mindlessly watch. Like I like to sometimes. Oh, I like, love it. I'm so invested. Like I sometimes like to like put something on the television where I can like easily still like scroll my phone or. Yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah. Just some background like, yeah. noise. Some easy yeah. watching. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I found this and I, I thought it was so funny. It's so good. So just if you haven't watched it, there's no spoilers. Just go watch it. It's hysterical. But it's basically it's about these three women who live in suburbia who all for different reasons like need cash. Like one, her husband's cheating on her. Or he like got them into a ton of debt. He's going to lose the house. Whatever. The other one's a single mom. Needs it for her like, you know, custody attorneys. And then the other one is like has like a sick child who has a ton of hospital bills. They all need cash. They all need it quick. They rob a grocery store. And then they subsequently through a series of unfortunate events get into it. <laughs> With, like, the Mexican drug cartel. Let me tell you something. Rio? Uh, That man owes somebody some child support. He is responsible for pregnancies across the country. I am obsessed with him. Do you remember him? Do you remember that character? The the Mexican cartel guy? Yeah. You're saying that he's attractive? Oh, he's so fucking hot. Oh, no, not my jam. Oh, my God. No, he's too much like bad boy lived a hard life for me. What? That's yeah. not attractive to you? He looks too like I've done too many drugs. What do I look like to you? <laughs> not that. I'm really just I'm really just curious at this point. He's so fucking hot no, the sexual no. tension between him and beth oh yeah 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 i i don't know where this story goes i'm only like seven episodes in oh okay i think i'm like in season two or three but two, two, two. they have to fuck like if they don't it will be the letdown of a, of the century the sexual chemistry that is there <laughs> i'm losing my mind i'm losing my mind it's oh 
damn th- that man damn near pulled my ovaries out of retirement. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh man, he's so fucking hot. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. Look at the look at the dude I'm married to. Not the same. <laughs> Not the same. In a lot of ways. A lot of ways same. same. <laughs> oh shit! Wait 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 wait. Hold on. I'm really you're. I'm really just in real time putting this puzzle together. Oh, this is too good, guys. This is too good. No, no. There's a lot of same, same there. Same, same, but not same. Same, same, but not same. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I just had. I just had a whole you've revelation. Got, you've got a lot. Like, there's like sweat. Listen, oh I God, I'm, I am. I'm sweating. This man. Oh, Rio. <laughs> I love yeah, you, no, Rio. I'm gonna get a right. tattoo because yeah. I hurt Rio. <laughs> Like strippers like Chan and Tatum. That's no. Yeah. I mean, he's super hot, but yeah. it's not like I'm not like, oh, I, oh, my God. Yeah, that's me. Oh, my God. Really? Mm-hmm. No. Edelman plus two inches. <laughs> he's a little short. He's super short, but also like physically attractive. You're this is like a phenomenon. Edelman. So is like- I have seen him in person. I don't personally find him attractive at all, but I was with someone at the time, like a girlfriend who damn near passed the fuck out and almost like ran at this man vagina first. Yeah. I I don't get it with him. I mean, I tried to say when we were having our first child, I was like, we name him Julian. Yeah. And Ryan was like, we are not naming him after Julian Edelman. I was like, that's not what we're... And he's like, shut up, he's like, That's not what I'm doing. Absolutely fucking not. Oh, my God. Stop it, really? Yeah. Actually, he's 5'10", so he's not terribly short. He's just short next to everybody else in the field. That's yeah. why he looks short. I mean, 5'10 isn't, isn't super tall, but I no. guess, like, I guess that's fine. Yeah. I don't like him full beard. I don't like him at all. Ugh, I love him. No, not for me. Still love watching him. Follow him on, on, on all the social medias. Yeah. So interesting. Jimmy Garoppolo. Eh. He's just too, like, <laughs> he's just too clean. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. You, like, I lived a hard life. Maybe I like a, a little, drugs. a little, a little rough around the edges because I'm a little rough around the edges. I mean, I, I guess I all these men that I'm talking about are, like, very clean looking. They're very like clean, clean cut. Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my jam. That's so funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm totally the opposite. I need, like, a little rough because if I feel like I have a bigger dick than you, no. Like, I have a very strong personality. I need to know the other person also has, like, has had some trauma in their life. <laughs> Let me know. I'm not the only fucked up one in this relationship. <laughs> I need to know that I'm not the only fucked up one in the relationship. They can be fucked up. Also, look like they also, did okay. Also, Jimmy Garoppolo, Julian Edelman, guarantee you are not gonna do that thing that you like. Oh God, I don't know what it is. whatever that thing is, they're not gonna no. fucking do oh, it. I was like, do you know something about me? <laughs> no, no, not like, not you specifically. I'm just saying. That thing that you like, they're not going to do it. Yeah. I need someone who's a little fucked up. <laughs> I do. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for being. Sorry for being me, guys. They can look clean and no. still be dirty behind doors. No. You don't think That's, Shannon Tatum would do the thing that you want? No. What? No, I don't. That's I really fine. don't. Listen, listen, listen. Okay. Your girls lived a full life. <laughs> I've got a real good read on people, especially probably not so much now because I'm not like looking at dudes as like sexual targets, for Fair. lack of a better term. But in general, I, I I know I know what the deal is with, especially with men. I had it down to a science at one oh, point. Oh, here we go. I'm serious. <laughs> They're like too vanilla. You think? Yeah. That brings me to our next person who oh. is super fucking vanilla and I don't feel bad for. Who? I was Tom Brady. Tommy V. Yeah, no, he's not going to do that thing you like either. No. He definitely lays on his back. <laughs> he definitely lays on his back. He, Giselle fucks him. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah I bet. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, gorgeous exterior. No. 
What? No. Oh, he's so vanilla. No. I think I, so. I guess like if you if I were to tell you like Garoppolo, Edelman, Channing Tatum, you would think like oh Brady just fits right <clears throat> in there within them in my mold. I don't know. Like liked him when he played for the Pats. Like obviously he's a one uh, extraordinary yes athlete. Yeah, excellent football player. Yes. excellent quarterback. Best of the best going down in history for sure. Yep, one hundred percent. Not denying his athletic abilities. Hmm. But I just find him a little like a wet blanket. You think Giselle can do better? I don't know. I, I don't think find, like I don't find like I don't look at her and be like, oh my god, like she's she is gorgeous. She's like supermodel pretty, which you have to have that type of yes. You know what I mean? I think there's definitely much more beautiful woman than she is, but. I don't know. I just feel like he's just like a, a little lackluster for me. Interesting. Interesting. And I always felt that way, even when he played for the Patriots. I, um, but I just feel like, you know, who, who, you know, we'll say we don't know how the story is going to unfold with the divorce lawyers and whatnot and who's wrong here or not, but it's most likely Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what? Giselle Bündchen is one of the only people on the planet who I feel you know, like, she could do better than Tom Brady. Do you mean, like, she... And we have, obviously, different perspectives on this. But, like, I'm just, like, Giselle... You know, like, Giselle could be dating this French art dealer who's, like, low-key yeah. a billionaire. She needs something and more And she's, exotic. like, I'm going to gonna marry the guy who throws the football. But, like, she's an international super, supermodel. She's, she's too exotic for somebody who's so vanilla. Is He's that just... Maybe I'm so into Tom Brady because I'm such a fan of Tom Brady. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Regardless, I agree. I'm with you. I, I'm team Giselle all the way. I think that this really speaks to the fact that everybody has the same marital problems. Yes. I don't care right. who you are. I think that's like uh, Ryan and I were talking about this. So what's the problem? Like what was like the central, like the big issue as to why the divorce is going on. I think what they're saying is that, you know, like he had to take that 14 day hiatus or, or 10 to 14 day hiatus during uh, training camp. And everyone's like, this is so strange. Like, how is this allowed? You know, nobody else has really done this or whatever. I think they're saying is that because he came out of retirement and, a ba- or, you know, like those are some of the rumors is that he came out of retirement right. and chose is choosing money and fame and football over his family. Right. So, like we all knew this was coming. If, yes. you, if you didn't know this was coming, then you're blind because like you're just his, not paying attention. His kids were at the Bucks game and Giselle wasn't there. And yeah. she's always posting on social media, cheering him on. She's his biggest fan. Yeah. And so I, I think from what I've been reading and what I've been seeing and what's been like kind of transpiring in the past, you know, eight weeks or so is yeah. that I think this has something to do with the fact he made this whole big spiel about retiring and spending more time with his family. And it was really, everyone was just fed a bunch of BS because then yeah. he came out of retirement and chose football and fame. And I money. mean, I t- like, I totally, I totally get it. She's, she's sick of her husband choosing like what is an otherwise dangerous career, especially as you get older as a football player, yeah. your risk of, in- of injury increases exponentially he has by every standard both quantifiable and intangible attained the highest level of achievements why are you still playing like why are you still playing what do you have left to prove i think it should be like this transition where you're like okay i'm walking away from the game of football i i've done everything i've came to do yeah on a high note Go out on a high note, move on, like spend, like transition to this next chapter with your family. Like you have TV 12, you could go into broadcasting, like and you could do anything. Need, and he doesn't need any of that money. None of it. Giselle. Giselle's got him covered. Yeah. Like for the rest of his fucking life. It's ridiculous. Pack your fucking bags, Brady, and go Pack the fuck home. Pack your fucking bags, Tommy, okay? I'm kicking your ass fuck out of the fucking house. Get out of my $40 million mansion. <laughs> Take your shit and your bullshit kid with and you. Go, go move back to fucking Brookline. <laughs> Why don't you go call Bridget Moynihan? I hear she's still kicking around somewhere. Yeah. Okay, go take your ass down to her house. Yeah. Fucking Tom. Fucking Tom. 
It sucks. I think it, I think it's, I think it brings back to what you said though, is that like, what, you know, Ryan and I were talking about this this afternoon is that like, I think why people become so invested in like, this is not his jam at all to become invested in celebrities. But he's like, the reason why people I feel like get so upset and so invested and so hurt over these like big time celebrity couples that don't work and break up and divorce and split or cheat or whatever is because exactly what you said is that these people have everything. Yeah. And they still couldn't fucking make it work. So At the end of the Joe day. Joe Schmo on the corner going to make it work? If the people who have all the money and the cars and the, the ability to go out on dates whenever and have nannies to cover child care and send their kids to school wherever and go on these lavish vacations, if they can't, if they can still do all those things mm-hmm. and not make it work, how are the normal people supposed to make it work? And I think that's like the, what people feel deep in their souls. See, I don't I don't know that that's the question. Cuz I look at celebrity relationships and I think that they're much more difficult. Oh, because you're you're under a microscope. You're under a microscope and you have so like the stakes are higher. Mm, right? Fair, so fair. like the stakes are higher in your career, the stakes are higher in your personal life, people are watching you. There's so much more there that becomes involved in the relationship. Like external factors. External factors that get involved in the relationship rather than your pedestrian ass marriage, which we all have, (laughs) where it's just you and your partner. No, I think that it's, I think it's actually much, much, much more difficult. What what the fuck did Siri just record? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that... I think that the takeaway is that the same marital issues apply to everybody. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you're talking about your marriage, if there is... Like, the, the foundation of the house cannot be built on fame, fortune, sex, physical attraction. Like, it can't be built on that, right? It has to be built on shared values. Mm -hmm. And in this case, if the rumors about Tom and Giselle are true, it would be an irresponsible reporter and sit here and talk shit about them and be like, oh, no, we're still together. (laughs) They're not, but it's fine. That at the end of the day, it comes down to your relationship with the other person. No amount of money is going to make you stay in a relationship right. if it's miserable, if you're not sharing the same values with the other person. The same foundation. If Giselle's like, Tommy, we've been at this since 09, brother. Like, come on. Like, you've been playing since what? It was like 2003. He won 2001. He won his first Super Bowl, whatever it was. We got to move on. We have kids. Like, I want to do other shit. Like, I gave up my career. Right, yeah. Because she did. Yeah. She's like, I'm walking away from modeling. I want to focus on my family. I want to support my husband. Good for you, Super G. Good for you for having the the self-analysis, have the self-awareness to know that, okay, listen, I had a good run. I walked all the runways. I fucked all the photographers. I did all the shit, okay? I flew on all the private jets, did all the cocaine. I'm walking away. I'm strutting myself elsewhere. I'm moving on. Yeah. Like, I need to, like, you can't live in the same phase of life forever. Tom Brady is giving me major arrested development vibes. Like, he's still the dude, like, that old dude who comes goes back to his old high school is like wearing the varsity jacket, jacket from yes, 88. Yes. Like, you know, when I was when I was senior, we won the we won the state championship. And, oh God, those were good ass days, weren't they, boys? Yeah, we're gonna make it to state. And like the kids are like all walking around looking like, yo, this dude, that's sad. Yeah, right. Walk away, Tom. We're done. Move on. You did all of the things. All of the, fucking Aston Martin commercial for Christ's sake. They don't just hand that shit out. Okay? You came, you saw, you conquered, you threw footballs. People caught them. You won some shit. It was amazing. Go with God. (laughs) Go with God and Giselle and your kids. Go on vacation. Get the fuck out of here. Why are you still here? I think that's what she, like, envisioned. She envisioned retirement. Uh, Naturally. I think that that's that's the correct 
vision to have. She's like, we're going to finally have our life together. Finally. We came. We did all the Without things. Without the football. Oh, Giselle, just know the Everything Cracks podcast is with you. We're with you. Team Giselle. Team Giselle. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's insane. Celebrity marriages don't work out for a number of reasons. Regular marriages don't work out for a number of reasons. One of those reasons is sometimes sex. Yeah. Yeah. We can well, all I mean, relate to I mean, this. Yeah, it was it's kind of like what you talk about when how do you keep your marriage alive and the spark alive at, at any point really in a marriage, even especially more so after kids. After kids, it really it really gets a little hairy there for for a while. Your vagina's fucked up. Your tits are fucked up. You're like, man, this is not the equipment I used to be working with. Remember when they were here? Remember when they were here and now they're not. Now the B double longs. Yeah. They're now instead of the double Ds, they're B double longs. Yep. And you gotta roll them up like a t- <laughs> A fruit and by the sho- foot, fruit by the foot. Just shove them into into your sports bra because underwear, uh, underwear. Well, yeah, I, well, I don't wear that either. So. I don't either. You don't wear underwear. <laughs> no. I haven't worn underwear since I was sixteen. I hate it. Well, I, you know, postpartum. You yeah, of course. Them. I mean, it's it's. You, there's no and way near around the that. end of the pregnancy. Sometimes it's like, <sighs> no, I hate them. I, I hate I, underwear. I, I hate underwear. I do. It puts me in such a bad mood. Yes, for sure. Oh my god, are we the same? You've lived a harder life, apparently. No, just in so many, in so many ways, no, we you are. gotta let that shit breathe. I agree. Just let it, just let it go. People who wear underwear with workout clothes really just oof. I don't know. I don't get it. It's too much. Too much. <sighs> yeah, I, don't I just know. like I prefer the least amount of garments. Same. Max three. Three, pants. like total, yeah. top and bottom. <laughs> so if you're wearing three layers on the top, you can wear no pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like. I'm saying like shirt, pants, like sports bra or like shirt, pants, sweatshirt, no bra. I can't do no bra. I hate no bra. I need to wear, I need to wear something because the, they're, they're, they're I mean, just, I, have like I, a hate the, I hate the under boobs. The built-ins. Oh, That's, see, I don't, I don't have those. I need to a, get some this, though. Well, this is a sleep cami, <laughs> that I'm, but it has the built-in. So I feel like. You know, like when you're around other people, you still can feel, you know, like you're not just staring them in your face with the with your nipples. Yeah, I, a lot of times I just wear like a tank top and I just let the the nips the, the nips, nips fly. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. I but feel anyway. like nips are in. Nips are in. They're totally in. Yeah, they Ryan's are. like your nipples are out, and I was like, good. They're good. they're out because they're in. They're, they're in out. style. <laughs> this is. You think this is an accident? Premeditated, partner. Yeah. Okay. Premeditated. I did this Made on sure purpose. I twisted them so they were nice and erect nice and for the You could spin CDs on those things. Okay. <laughs> I, I love it, that, but I'm into it. I like it. I think we should can't try do that. Noise. I think we should I try might be that. able to spin CDs. I honestly, I want to test. Do you still that have a CD? I'm sure. Yes, I do. I still have a book of CDs. Okay. Cool. Cool. Oh, well, we're gonna do this. When you're breastfeeding, <laughs> I'd for sure be able to spit a CD. Yeah, we're definitely gonna try. All right, them. so keeping the spark alive. How the marriage changes after kids. How <clears throat> marriage changes from or relationships change in general. Um, your relationship changes. I think in so obviously in so many ways. I mean, like you're becoming, you have new roles. Like after kids, you're talking about after after kids, kids. Yeah, entirely. Okay. Before kids, you're just responsible for yourself. Yeah. That that's. The in, that's the long and the short of it. Yep. You got one person. After you have a kid, I mean, you're responsible. And I think it's it's different for both partners, right? Mm-hmm. For women, it's a very different experience, I think, for men. Women feel – it's just – I think it's our role biologically to – you know, you go through a pregnancy. All of those hormones are involved. You give birth to this child. You're now nursing this child if that's your choice. And all of those hormones are involved in – this like that caretaker the that you, you just turn into you yeah. turn into this mom i don't know how else to say it i really yeah. don't but it's a very different experience than with men yeah um i think men obviously have a different role in the in the situation their job is kind of to protect the collective unit right and to kind of be there to support 
this new person and also mom. But I think men, by and large, feel very helpless yeah. in the first couple months of mm-hmm. a new child's life. And I think they feel very disconnected from their partner, which I understand. And I think that that's totally normal. And I think that... Well, because I think, like, especially for the the woman who just gave birth, like, you don't really necessarily feel super sexy. Uh, I, I, <laughs> the, how people have a baby and then at their six-week appointment are like, I'm ready to go. You? <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm not ready to open this back up for another couple of weeks. I need a minute. But that's normal. Totally. And I think there's so much societal pressure that like, okay, six weeks, it's free game. Oh, God. No. No. I'm like, no. 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 Why are we doing this? I, I, I move. I move to change the, uh, the guidelines. Excuse me, Your Honor. I would like to change the guidelines. It should be 12 weeks. It should be 12 weeks. Thank you. I speak on behalf of women everywhere. It should be 12 Signing weeks. Signing off. Signing off. Signing, Signing off. off. Thank you so much. <laughs> I just, I, I, it took me a little while. Like after, especially after McKenna and then after, I mean, I speak for, as a woman who has had three kids in four years, so clearly should open back up fairly quickly. Yeah. But... <laughs> It wasn't six weeks. That I can tell you for sure. And I think that, you know, even after, even like right in the life, the phase of life that we're in now, we have, our kids are a little bit older. I mean, you're about to have, you're about to pop another one out. But even as kids get older, I think like the sexual nature of your relationship changes. And I think it gets to keep it like fun and spicy. Okay, so what do you and Ryan do (laughs) to keep shit fun and spicy? So I have one. So I think this will probably be an ongoing discussion. I'm going to give you like one thing that we do and it's super fun and it's all right. I'm just going to say it. I'll I'll let you know. So we just talked about really briefly. This is not about keeping it fun and spicy, but this is just like a running joke in our house is so. Um, our daughter calls donuts. She calls them no nuts. <laughs> no nut, no nut, no nut. Okay. And then so Ryan was like, oh, yeah. Have you heard of like no nut November? Oh, man. Have you heard of it? Yeah, of course. Okay, so like there's like Movember where everyone grows mustaches and beards and there's apparently this no nut November. Yeah. And he it's, was laughing. November's a big month for a lot of shit. And I go, Rye, you shouldn't be laughing. You're about to experience a fucking no nut November. <laughs> and he was like, wait, what? what? It's like, what? It's in the six week time frame, right? Like November lies in the six week postpartum time frame. Oh, my God. I was like, I mean, I'm sure you you can, can take care of yourself. Things, but yeah, no, not November. Ryan. That's hysterical. So Ryan, <laughs> per, and he per, was like, prayers up to Ryan. And he was like, huh? So oh like, yeah didn't think of it like that so now it's our running joke but okay so you're gonna tell us what's the one thing that's you do? so funny okay so this is this is something fun that we do and it, i enjoy it so much we call it i don't know why we call it this we call, <laughs> oh God. please don't ever listen to this misha we call it i fun. mean what about like your what about your like your parents oh i don't us? care that i don't care about yeah, at all cool, cool. um we call it fun hand jobs <laughs> Not even always a hand job. So this is what it is. Okay. Okay. So it is, I have, a, okay. So it is a strictly oral or manual experience. There is no penetration okay. allowed. Yeah. Like you cannot do it. And yeah. the reason you don't, you, the reason you ban sex, like actual sex during this act is because then it just becomes foreplay, right? Like if you know that sex is on the table, then you're just kind of rushing to get through it. So what it is, is it's, like I said, it's basically a long foreplay and it's all oral or it's all manual or it's a combination of both, but there is no sex. You don't have to finish. Usually both of us do. It's a wonderful thing, but it's so fun to do when it's like, I don't fully want the whole spiel of like actually having sex because then you're just like you're naked you're getting flipped around it's like I don't really want to do this 
this is kind of a nice fun segue and it forces a lot of heavy petting a lot of like a lot of heavy kissing a lot of intimate moments without actually having sex we like to do this (laughs) before we're like going out for a night like we'll do this like at nap time like when the kids are asleep like in the middle of the day and then we have like our night to look forward to and we go with our friends. It's so much fun. And then we get like a little drunk and we come home and we end up fucking and it's great. So it's like this long buildup. And it also if you do that before you go out, it also kind of lines you up really well for non-sexual foreplay. And for women, I think this is like a totally underrated part of the sexual experience. It's like the compliments and like the the lower back like the hand on the lower back and the just like general physical closeness with your partner mm-hmm. and i think that doing the, the fun hand job during nap time <laughs> earlier in the day <laughs> if you're going to be going out at night is a really fun way to kind of set it up where it's like this long experience and then at the end of the night you end up having sex and it's great does oh, that make yeah, sense yeah. No, no, no. and it's it's fun hey folks okay are we still on we're still on because my uh my don't worry guys we just lost we lost all power in my house (laughs) we are in this part of town we always lose power too. really yeah and we have um we have below ground electrical in our neighborhood oh really yeah because every time i check the national grid map it's like just us so um fun hand jobs fun hand jobs I get that though like I think that there's a lot of times with us like where that will happen and it's like we don't always have sex it's not something that we like plan and we're like oh we're not going to have sex like right just now. like a prolonged foreplay experience yeah like what you were describing is like yeah. something that totally happens very often that's great yeah, yeah yeah and I wouldn't even sit here and be like I don't know like I can't think of, like, one thing that Ryan and I do to, like, keep it alive. Yeah. But, like, it's funny because when we were younger, I mean, we've been together since we were 19. So, you know, like, in college and stuff like that, like, obviously things were much different. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think that uh, even back then it was always, like, sex is the end game. That's great. But... I'd have to say is that like obviously like ebbs and flows in your relationship. There's obviously like times in your life when you're more sexually active and then you're not and whatever. But we always used to have this thing, especially Ryan was like, no sex after drinking. Why? Because it's just like, it's sloppy. It usually ends in like some type of frustration because there's a lot of alcohol involved. So like things don't work. Oh, it, like on the penis always doesn't work or no, the vagina even, doesn't yeah, work? Yeah, like there's just like yeah, things that don't happen as they're supposed to happen as you anticipate yeah. that they should. And so that it ends up being like not enjoyable. Sure. In the end. But recently, since having children, sex while drunk has occurred a lot. So we'll yeah, be like, oh, I've always loved drunk sex, but like, I don't really get drunk that much anymore, but it is fun. Escapades. <laughs> what do you mean escapades? Hours. Hours. Okay. Hold on. Pause. So it was like, we went what is nothing- the ideal length of sex for you? So what is it, Kate? Hmm. I think, well, because I just talked about sexcapades, but 15? I agree. 15 minutes-ish? I think, like, 15 to 20 is enough time to get all of the good things in. Like, if you're going to do, like, full sex session, people who are, like, like I don't an t- hour, I'm like, what do you do? Do you have a job? We don't, like, we don't, there's not, like, a go in have sex be done very rarely does that yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. unless there's like a oh we're going out we have a time frame we both want this like yeah yeah, yeah. let's get this done yeah, like, yeah yeah we can both get it done in there's a, a time and a place yeah. for the quickie <laughs> yeah. for sure but um like a little bit of like petting foreplay yeah sex 15 minutes feels like a good yeah i agree especially I'm right when there i with get you. woken up at three in the morning for it so yeah girl i don't know how you do i would move out I'd be like, this is not, this is not my journey. I can't do, 
I can't do three in the morning. I can't. That's not a good time for me. But anyways, the sexcapades after children, that has been like a weird thing that has happened. Well, so you're like, saying it's increased. Sex has increased. At like odd times when we wouldn't normally have done it prior to children. Interesting. We never used to have sex when we were drunk. But now we'll be like out with friends, having a good time, whatever. Like obviously this is like pre-pregnancy. Yeah. Um, and then like come home and you're like, okay, it's 11 o'clock. It's midnight, whatever. Like it's time to like hit the hay because we've got children up in six hours. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's 90 minutes later. Oh my God. It's like two in the morning. Like there have been times it has lasted like just, and it's not, it's, I'm not saying that like sex is lasting long. That's not what's happened. Yeah. 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 It's just, just like, like a the lot whole of, like, experience. Yeah. Is that like, a good thing? Ro- moving from room to room. Like there's just like a lot of activity. Really? And, yeah. Yeah. No. It's like usually recently. like a younger thing. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like, like yeah. it's not something that like you normally would do after you have children because you're thinking about like. Okay, I got to get up. My kids are going to be awake. Prioritizing sleep. Right, exactly. But yeah, I think like a lot of people, you know, when you like talk to people, especially this was before we even started the podcast, when we were at our friend's beautiful home talking about this. And it was so interesting to me to hear about the wide variety that people, how often they have sex. And and I think everybody, the, the oftenness was actually probably pretty similar it felt like yeah for how often people are having sex but also like the length like nobody's looking at least in that group of people nobody was looking for an hour-long sexcapade right like on a regular basis no (laughs) excuse me yeah no definitely not that sounds awful like if every time i had sex it lasted an hour i'd be like i don't want to have sex anymore yeah i wonder i I don't want this to be part of my life it's taking up too much time (laughs) (laughs) do you have a job do you have a job do you have somewhere you need to be because I don't want to be that place. Yeah. Thanks. Move on. But yeah, no, I think like in general, I'm, I'm, we're both very satisfied with how our sex life is with the ebbs and flows. Obviously that comes with everything. Yeah. 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 And I think the ebbs and flows are like totally normal. I think pre-kids and post-kids. I was recently talking to this person who has children and she was desperately trying to convince me. And, like, this isn't, like, a friend. This is kind of, like, a periphery acquaintance. But she was okay. definitely – she was, like, desperately trying to convince me that her and her husband still have sex every single night. No. I'm like – That's exhausting. And your, your why? vagina is probably so sore. I'm like, why would you – right? Give that thing a break. And your husband's penis is probably chafed. It, I – I don't even know. Neither of us are built for that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm a good, like, comfortable ride. I'm not made for speed and quickness and, like, rapid things. That's not my game. Is she having, like, quickies every single night? I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yep. I, like, I didn't even want to go down this road with her. You didn't? I want want to go down. Oh, my God. uh, If I ever see her again, I hope I don't. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but if I ever see her again, I'll, I'll have to revisit the subject because I'm just like older. No, she's got a four year old and a six year old. Okay. No one believes you. Like, stop talking this craziness. Nobody believes you. Like, that's why. insane. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like, there are, there are times when like it is craved and it does happen. Like in a week, like it could sure. happen. Sure, like, and like four, short five times. spurts. Yeah, you go on vacation. You have a lot of vacation of course. Sex. Yeah, of Whatever. course. Like, I get that. Yep. You go away for a weekend. Like, it happens, like, yep. morning. You come home in the afternoon for a nap. It happens, you know, like, it happens several times a day, whatever. But, like, that's not sustainable for for a relationship, for a marriage. Right. And your lady parts. Right. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't know why people try and, like, do this weird overcompensation kind of thing where. Do you think she was overcompensating or do you think she was actually telling the truth? No, I don't think she's telling the truth at all. Oh, she like did that to make. I don't know why, but I'm like, I'm like, I know you. I know your husband better. No, no, I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. And I think it's weird when people like I've I've heard multiple people say something along those lines. Like, oh, yeah, no, we're still like we're still having sex all the time. I'm like, what's all the time? And they're like, like every night. I'm like, (laughs) 
what? I never, we never did. Never! Even in college. Never! Because you always had, some, there was always something. We had jobs, so you had school Oh work, my God, like, I don't. tired. No, that's insane to me. Even if, like, even if I lived in the lap of luxury, it was born with a silver spoon shoved up my asshole, I would still never want to have sex every fucking day. Never. No. I don't care what it is. I think it would get old. If you like, do it too much, but... it gets old. Yeah, it's yeah. like, this isn't fun anymore. This isn't fun anymore. It's fun when it's like unexpected and, you know, it's in the moment and like you're totally feeling it. I, I don't feel anything every day. Nothing. Not even, not even joy, hunger, sadness, like none of it. Nothing, nothing is every single day. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How could you possibly want to have sex every single day? I don't know. Maybe some people really do. I would love come on the podcast. I would love to talk to you. But that bitch wasn't one of them. I know that for sure. <laughs> I know that for sure. But yeah, no, not not for me. But no, I, I think it's really important to try and stay physically connected to your partner. I think that it's after kids and it's it's things change like, you know, duties double at home or triple at home depending yeah. on how many kids you have and there's a divide and and what you're supposed to do and who does what yeah you kind of already alluded to that and then there's other things like obviously like you're you're tired like you're all tired you're all a little bit stressed yeah everyone's so it's like little... finding the time to still like connect however and that that's may what be it is. yeah for sure obviously we're strictly talking about sex right now but you know just physically connecting with each other whether that's like snuggling on the couch or snuggling in bed without actually like having sex but just like right continuing to have that physical connection and that may be you know for some people like some people actually have to like plan out having sex i've listen i don't that's you know we've never had to do that but i know that like for some relationships that's what you have to do like so i've heard so i've heard this, of this so i've heard a few variations of this and one that i've heard works really really well right so this is this is what i've heard so that if from Monday to Saturday, sex is not had, right? You don't find some, some time to have it organically. The moment doesn't arise. On Sunday night, be DTF. Okay. Be ready to fuck, right? Like you just, that's what it's like. Okay, we didn't get it in during the week. Got to do it once. Like that's, I, 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 so as far as, like, it's not like quite scheduling sex, yeah. but you're giving it the, the opportunity to occur naturally and organically. But if it doesn't, because we all know crazy things happen during the week and time gets away from us, just be ready to fuck on Sunday night. I think one of the people at the party said that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've heard okay. other people. I've heard other people say that, too. And I think it's like a like a common thing that people do. Yeah. No, and I think it, I think that's a really convenient and like penciling it into a calendar. Yeah. Without being like, like, OK. Family calendar. Okay, you have dance at 2 p.m. Okay, me and your father need to fuck at 6. Uh, tomorrow morning, I have a PTA meeting. Yes. You're going to, to little David's house for a sleepover. Like, you're not, like, totally taking the spontaneity out of it. But if it doesn't occur within a defined period of time, be DTF ready to fuck Sunday. on Sunday, game Sunday day. night. And okay. I think that's fun. I think that's a great – I think that's a great – that's a very elegant solution to yeah, a problem. I like that. I like that. I think it's a good one. Miss Kate, what do you have coming up in the next week? Anything? Um, hmm, I don't think so. Woo! We and we're back, folks. <laughs> and we're back. Um, no, I don't think really anything. Hopefully the kids eventually get to go back to daycare. Oh, my God. We resume some type of normalcy. I have eight shifts left at work. Oh my! Are you just like counting them down? Yes. I remember when I was pregnant with McKenna, I literally had a calendar and I would label it backwards. But I'm not gonna lie, um, there a couple of my coworkers are like, maybe I'll see you Thursday. Like they keep thinking, it's it's over. They keep thinking I'm done. Really? Wait, and the other two were on time or early, like a bit um, early. Aiden was 40 weeks. Ava was 39. With Aiden, I worked up until two days before. Mm-hmm. Ava was a week before because work basically told me that I could not come back. So basically, your kids come when you stop working. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. So 
I'm scheduled right now until like 37 and a half weeks. Okay. But like through my 38th week, you know, I like front loaded my shift. So, so we'll see. I mean, I'm definitely a lot more uncomfortable when I'm at work. We'll see how longer, much longer I can go. Yeah. I've got an appointment this week. I'll see like when they would be willing to maybe write me out on disability, but we'll see. And you've got like a whole, like you get a whole bunch of leave, right? Mm -hmm. You get up to like 26 weeks. And then there's FMLA. 26 26 weeks. weeks. But some of that can be used like prior to delivery. Yeah. Okay. So like, I think technically like for my leave with Mm -hmm. this baby, I'll probably be eligible for about 20. That's what I was last time. Yeah. So I have like six weeks to play with. In terms That's of disability, great. which would obviously get me to delivery at this point, but oh my goodness, obviously there's a pay cut that involves that. Yeah, of you course. Do, you know, there's always that, but we'll see. We'll see. Just taking it day by day. Oh my but goodness! Yeah, I keep saying it every week. It's we're gonna be on the upswing. I, I think this is your week, Kate. This is, my this week. is your week. This, this is, is this is your moment. This is your time I'm to start shine. Listening to Hertz 250. I'm gonna make a playlist, guys. I'm telling whatever. you, shit's life changing. It's mantra, a life hack. It's I'm, a life hack. I'm gonna mantra the shit out of everything i'm telling you it's a it's a great it's a I great just little be able to take my kids to target that's all i want to do i mean just have some normalcy yeah i just want some normalcy i get it girl yeah i totally get it but yeah that's what what about you what's what's on the we're i mean by by next week we're basically gonna be mid-october which is fucking insane um i'm gonna be in italy next week oh shit yeah surprise folks who wants to come on the podcast so yeah i'm just kind of finishing up the planning of our of our trip to Is europe it just you and mish just me and the mish lots of sex lots of sex lots of fun hand job times yeah it's fun it's a great it's a Are great you a enjoyable pray bitch or what's there yeah okay well. i better not come home pregnant I better not come home pregnant. Yeah, that's what we said about Aruba, too. Nope. 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 I. No. <laughs> nope. It's not I mean, that's not what we said. I think that's what I, Ryan, no, that's what Ryan, Ryan said. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely not what you said. Surprise. Ah, surprise. Um, no, I'm so excited. I can't wait. So we're just okay. going to awesome. finish up the planning for that and then get on that big old jumbo jet and head on over to Europe. Ugh. Pack your bags. Pack my bags. Love Pack it. my fucking bags. Yeah, love it. Oh, Ugh. I'm so excited for you. I'm so this excited. All right, guys. Uh, we will see you next week. Yes. Bye. Peace, motherfuckers. Peace, motherfuckers.